0: Om Sahana Vavatu Sahana Bhunatu Sahaveryam Karvavahai Tejasvinavadhitamastumavidvishavahai Om Shanti Shanti Om Purnamada Purnamidam pūrṇāt pūrṇam pūrṇasya pūrṇam āda ya pūrṇam evaṃ śiṣyare Om śāntih Om Vāk, prāṇas, chakṣu, śrūtra, mato, valamindriyāni ca sarvāni Sarvam, brahmau, panishadam,
1: māham,
0: brahmanirākūryām Māvā, anirākarnam astva, anirākarnam me astu Tadātmane nirate yaupaniśatsu dharmās Te-mai-sandhu, mai Om Shānti Shānti Shruti Smṛti Purāṇānāṃ Ālayam karunālayam namāmi bhagavatpādam Sankaram Loka Sankaram, Sankaram Sankaracharyam, Keshavam Bhadarayanam, Sutra Bhashyakrutao Vande, Bhagavan Tau Guru Rātmedhi, Murti Bheda vyoma Vyaptadehaya Dakshinamutayam, Omiti Daksharamudgita Mupasita, Omitri Daksharamdita Pasita, Omiti Shya Gaj, Omiti Bhūmā, Samprasādāt, Ajvupadeśād. If it is Bhuma, it is Bhūmā, there is Paramātmā, not prāna. How do you say? Samprasādāt, Ajvupadeśād. Because Samprasādāt, after the prāna is greater than prāna, or compared to prana, adhiyupadeśāda, Bhūma is taught as superior to prana. Therefore it is different from prana, and therefore Bhūma is paramātma. <coughs> so various arguments were made as to how prana should be paramātma. <coughs> then we are told, so the e ativadati yas satyena ativadati So this Siddhāṇṭhi says that, look, there is a change of topic from prana to bhūma. <coughs> Various reasons were told. One is that satyena ativadati, the śruti clearly says that this ativadanam, this transcendent speech is by virtue of knowledge of satya. <coughs> And if you say that the shruti in fact enjoins speaking truth, that's Satyana ativadet. So Pranavit, if that's your interpretation, then you would have discarded what the Shruti says and bring brought an interpretation which is outside the Shruti. <coughs> also, Eshatuva Ativadati that too clearly shows that there is a change of topic. <coughs> Because Prakrudhavya tu Tushabdha hai. Two means Paran. However, this one really is Ativadi, who is Ativadi by virtue of knowledge of Satyam. Therefore, the two, the word two also shows also a change of topic. Satyam to a Vijñāsatagyamiti. Then, one should know Satyam. Iti, karanam. So after teaching prana, then the teacher says, Satyam te vijignasatavyam. One should also seek to know Satyam. Prayatnandaram. An additional effort also is enjoined. Vijignasatavyam. One should know Satyam. So that shows that something additional is being done. Therefore also, this is a new topic. <coughs> Tasmaad yatha ekaveda eekaveda prasam Sayam Prakrutam Eshadu Mahabrahman is Adite. So when the discussion is going about praising the people who are deciding one Veda, then somebody says, Here is one Mahabrahmana who recites four Vedas, then there is the Eeshatu Mahabrahmana Ya Chaturu Vedana Adite. There also is change of topic. <coughs> there is a new thing is being talked about. Tandri-edad-drastevim. eshatva satovah ativadati also has to be seen in the same way. Naje <coughs> asti. There is no rule that a fresh topic is introduced only with the intervention of question and answer. As the Tikagara said, Mahitri asked more than one, once, more than once, and the topic was the same, namely the self knowledge. So, questions and answers doesn't mean that there is a change of topic. And in the illustration of one, the Brahmanas doing one Veda and Brahmanas doing four Vedas, There is no question answer, and still there is a change of topic. So there is no rule that for introducing a fresh topic, necessarily there is a question and an answer. (coughs) Then how come there was no question after the teaching of prana? How come the whole series of question answers took place during all those cases up to prana? How come there was no question on the part of Nārada An ancient part of Sanat (coughs) he says, that Tatra, Prantam Anushasanam Shrutva, Tushnibhutam Naradam Swayameva Sanat Kumaro Vyutpadeati. Says, Sanat saw that Narada was contented with the knowledge of Pram, believing that he has known what is to be known. Believing that, that knowledge removes the grief of the shoka, which was a false satisfaction, coming from a false understanding. <coughs> so, sthanat kumar hai The enlightens him, makes him see. Yet prana vijnanena vikara andravishena anati anativaditam evatada. In other words, the ativaditvam that comes by virtue of the knowledge of prana is not really ativaditvam. Esutava ativadati as satyam ativadati. But ativaditvam becomes by virtue of knowledge of satyam is ativaditvam. This is quite unusual. Ativaditvam is saying, so evam manvana evam vijayanat ativadi bhavati. And then, e-satva-ativadati. So, which, both the times, Ativadanam is used, Ativādhanam. So, this, one would naturally be inclined to believe that both of them stand for the same kind of Ativādhanam. So, but that is not so yet. <coughs> Satya Ativadati. He is the real Ativadi who becomes Satyavādhi by virtue of knowledge of Satyam. Tata satyam is the parambrahma ucchade. Satyam does not mean prana, satyam means parambrahma, paramātharūpatvā, because that is the parambrahma, is the ultimate reality. That's what satyam's, the, the primary meaning of satyam is this, paramāthegam satyam. Satyam jñāvanandam brahma, and the also says that satyam is brahma. <coughs> tatha Ritaya Navai. Narada was so enlightened that oh there is something more to be known. So when now he understood that then he responded. <laughs> Soham bhagava Satyana Atibadani. Such as I am oh when there was sir, I want to be it. I want to become Ativadi by virtue of knowledge of Satyam. This Ativaditma is not the ultimate Ativaditma. It will become ultimately Ativadi. Vijnanadi Sadhana Parampara Bhumanam Upadeshati. So adivadati. One becomes Ativadi by virtue of knowledge of Satyam. So what is taught as Satyam? Bhumanam Upadeshati. Having promised that now I will teach you about Satyam, then, Sait Sanat Kumara teaches about Bhuma. Therefore, Bhum Satyam is Bhuma. So, Satyam is Paramatika Satyam Brahma, and Satyam is Bhuma. Therefore, Bhuma is Parmadika Satyam. <coughs> Bhuma is parmatma. So, Tatra Prat Adi Satyam Bhaktaviyam Pradignalam, there is Bhuma in the Tasmād asti prāṇādhi bhoṁ na upadeśahide. Therefore, with all of this, it is very clear that Bhuma is taught as something superior to prāṇā. Ityatah prāṇādanyah paramātmā bhuma bhaviduṁ arhate. For this reason, bhuma should be different from prāṇā <coughs> and superior to prāṇā. yam iha, atma vidasaya pradasya uttana upapannam bhavishvati. Nani bhūma then it is justified. What is justified? Opening of this whole discussion with the desire to know the Self. The whole discussion opened with a desire to know the Self on the part of sage narada and therefore well, the ātmā is expecting itself, now ātmā is waiting for its unfoldment. What's the nature of ātmā? And so this bhuṁā satisfies that akamsha. Prāna yavaya ātmā, laxhita yedhada rinth. Then he says, prāna ātmā is ātmā. Because prano ha prano satra satra. So that is not ātmā or the self in the primary sense. In a way, you can say that you are prāṇā because, as you say, pita is pita as long as the life breath is there and then no more remains pita and the life breath is not there. So as long as the person is alive and you treat the person in a certain way, when the prāṇā goes away, it's treated in a different way. So then a prana is praised as atma. But the whole context is there, the meditation upon prana. Never prana is described as the self of all, described as a very jisthanam or ashraya of the entire universe, but not in the primary sense. It is not possible to become free from grief without the knowledge of Paramātmā. Nānyah-pantah vidyate ayana iti tamiva viditva atimṛttam eti nānyah-pantah vidyate ayana The Śrītāsva says that ayināya, for the ultimate goal, there is no other path. <coughs> then the knowledge of the Self. Tammā bhagavān shūkṣ pāram tāradhya upakramyā uva samharati tasmai mudkashāyāya tamasapāram darṣayati bhagavān sadkumārāyati Look at upakrama upasamha Upakrama is Tammā bhagavān shūkṣ pāram tāradhya To that one that I am To me who is such The Venerable Sir may help me or enable me to cross this ocean of grief. So then the interaction of the whole discussion was with a desire to become free from grief, meaning and that is the product of ignorance of self, there were those desire to know the self tasmai buddha-kaśāra, tamasapāram-darśādi, bhagavān-sanat-kumāra. The last sentence is bhagavān-sanat-kumāra, tamasapāram-darśādi shows Nārada, the other shore of the ocean of ignorance, buddha <coughs> When Nārada has become completely pure in his mind, then Sanat-kumāra shows, iti tamahedhi. So, there the word tamah is used, here the word shoka is used. So, tamah means ignorance, which is the cause, shoka is the grief which is effect. So, in the the introduction is the removal of effect, which calls for the removal of cause, and in conclusion is that Sanat Kumara removed the cause of namely ignorance, so that shoka, which is the effect, also gets removed. So thus there is consistency in the introduction and conclusion. Prana anteja na na pranasya anya ayatada anya ayatada utchire. Atmada prana If the if the intention was to teach that prana is the ultimate truth then the conclusion would not be that prāṇā is dependent upon the Self, ātmataḥ pranaha, that the prāṇā also emerges from ātmā. So prāṇā is not the ultimate truth. If prāṇā was meant to be taught as ultimate truth, then conclusion would not be that prāṇā also is born of ātmā. Prakiraṇānte paramātmavakṣā Bhumadu pra Evaidich. Alright, we'll accept that Prakrana at the conclusion of this whole prakrama, the whole dialogue. Paramatma Yaksha Bhavishadi. That there is the Yaksha or the desire to stay, to stay Paramatma. Bhumadu pray vai di So prana is paramatma is now it is bhuma is prana. Says now, sa bhagavah kasmin patiṣṭhita yidi sve mahimni ityāgira bhoṁ naheva prakāna-sāpte bhagavah kasmin patiṣṭhita yidi hey when where is that Saha? Where is He established? What does that He, Saha stand for? stands for Bhūma. <coughs> Svimahimni Ittyadena Bhumna Yeva Pratasamate anukashanat. Bhuma alone in fact is referred to even at the conclusion of this whole discussion. Vipulyat Mikhaj Bhuma Rupata Sarva Karanat Sarva Karanat Parmatmana Sutaram Upapadhyade sar karanatvaat. So Bhuma means Vaipulya, abundance, vastness, and vastness can be only there in cause, not in effect. So Paramatma is the ultimate cause of everything, prana also is in effect. So prana also is vast in its own right, but still Paramatma, who is the cause of prana, naturally is vaster and therefore the vastness in the primary sense can only apply to Paramatma now on the page 216 we continue says ratna prabha bhum nah brahmatve linga antaram aha linga antara, under andara linga chinha andr evidence is being given here to prove how Bhūma is Paramātmā or Bhūma is Brahman, meaning that whatever linga or cinna, whatever characteristics are found in Paramātmā, they are also found in Bhūma. So whatever characteristics are found in Brahman are also found in Bhūma, therefore also Bhūma is Brahman. (coughs) So Dharma is the Sutra. So the next Sutra says (coughs) Dharmovapattes cha (coughs) dharma cha (coughs) Dharmovapattes cha (coughs) Dharmovapattes he Upapatti Because now it stands to reason. Because of dharma, the, dharma means the Lakshana or the characteristic. Dharma also means the, the Inherent Nature, that yatradanyat pasyaviktyaryana ukta uktana So Bhuma is said to be there where there is non-duality, there is absence of all the vyavahara or transaction involving duality. So same characteristic also is described in case of Paramātmā, therefore Bhūmā is Paramātmā. And then so, there are several other characteristics of Bhūmā described, Yovai-bhūmā tat-sukham, bhuma tadamrutam, so all of these also apply to Paramātmā in the primary sense. <coughs> dharma-opattisya is quite appropriate that the characteristics of Bhuma are also applicable in Paramātmā. sutram vyākaram Vashyakara explains this sutra. It says Vashyakara. Apicha ye bhun nishruyante dharmaha paramatmane upapadyante. That's a sutra. So it's in plural. The sutra is in singular dharma, because it's a compound anyway, dharma vapaktya So that compound is explained as apicca ye bhumi ni dharma Dharma means characteristics, lakshas. the inherent characteristics, the svarupa laksha the inherent characteristics that are expounded by the shruti. In case of bhuma, so paramatma, they are tenable or appropriate for paramatma. So dharma or the characteristics or lakshanas, which are described in case of bhuma, they appropriately apply to paramatma. Therefore, we say that bhuma is paramatma. So when these fellows are investigating, you know, somebody, I don't know, some criminal who has escaped. So here there is some kind of a picture because some photo is there, somebody is describing him in some kind of. And then you find somewhere in Australia, some fellow, hairy the I mean, beard, the beard is not there, so things are different. But still, the nose and the eyes and the height, all the characters are applicable. So the characteristics which are, which were found in this fellow are found to be applicable to, some, to somebody in Australia. Then they say this is the same fellow. So how I identify, although the appearance, outer appearance may be different. necessarily will change their dress, they will change their outer appearance, but certain characteristics cannot be changed. You cannot change your nose, you cannot change your eyes, you cannot change your basic, you know, face your height, and so those are the characteristics, They're inherent characteristics, in our body also certain things changeable, you know. You can perhaps plant hair and stuff like that or you can remove hair and some of those things can be done, but still certain things cannot be done. And that's how when you find that characteristics applicable to this person, apply to that person, then we come to conclusion that both are the same. Similarly, even though in this chapter Shruti uses the word Bhūma to describe Paramātma, we find that the characteristics that are described in case of Bhūma are also found in Paramātma, That Bhūma is (coughs) Paramātma. upattim dashedum bhoomni dashanādhi abhāvaṁ dashedhe. But what is the appropriateness? To show how is appropriate that bhoomā is Paramātmā, the characteristic of bhuma bhoomni dashanādhi abhāvaṁ dashedhe. Mahāstakara shows how there is absence of dashanādhi, absence of seeing and hearing, and knowing in Bhūma, Yatra-yati. So Maashegara says, Yatra-nānyat-pashyade, nānyat-chaudhe, nānyat-vijānāde, sub bhuvan abhavam Avagamayate <husbands> So, Bhoomni and bhumani they are optional forms, you know, because Bhastika himself uses different, you know, Ye Bhoomni Shuvayante So, bhumani Avagamayate So, Dashanadi Vivaara Abhavam Bhoomni, in bhuman Avagamayate makes us understand how there is a bhavam absence of all these transactions such as seeing, hearing, knowing. Where, yakra pasyadeh, where one does not see the other. That means that there is absence of this transaction or interaction of seeing. Because in our day to day life, seeing always involves a divided between the seer and the seeing. So in our day-to-day life, we always see someone or something different from ourselves. the seer. You hear someone or something that is different from the hearer. You know someone or something that is different from the knower. So the seer seen, hearer heard, knower known, that divine being always there. So here in Bhuma is shown the absence of the duality. yatra nānyat-paśyali, where one does not see the other. Nānyat-śrānoti, where one does not hear the other. Nānyat-vijayanāti, where one does not know the other. It darshanali vyavahara Does not show the absence of consciousness, understand. Not that bhūmā means it is inert, so absence of awareness can be there, where, when, because the table is not going to see or hear or know anything anyway. So is Bhūma something like table? is not. Now, Anyat Pashari. In seeing is there, but the otherness is not there. Hearing is there, otherness is not there. Knowing is there, otherness is not there. Now what's the kind of seeing? The real seeing. See in terms of consciousness because even when you see, it is because of consciousness that you see or hear or know. So ultimate seer or hear or know is only self. The eyes are the seer, of course, and ears are here, and the mind is nowhere. But they gain their capacity to see or hear or know only because of consciousness Atman. Shrutrasya Shrutram Manasovanayat Vachohovajam. Shrutra or the organ of hearing can hear only because of the self, the consciousness. Because the organ of hearing is inert or unconscious by itself, but acts as a conscious entity because consciousness or sentiency is imparted with it by consciousness. So there is no absence of consciousness. There is no absence of awareness here. Only absence of transaction involving duality. Meaning that the seer, hearer, thinker is not there. That's all it means. So seer is not there. Hearer is not there. No is not there. That does not mean nothing is there. Because seer is a role. Hearer is a role. No one is a role, so Bhuma is all the roles are dropped. When the roles are dropped, well the one who plays the roles very much remains. So therefore, all the roles are dropped, all the transaction is given up. So that is the state. What Vinanda is teaching is, that when this vyavahara is going on of seeing, and hearing, and knowing involving the duality, which is okay. But that is not the ultimate reality of our life. When you say brahma satyam jagan mitya, what is jagat? This vyavahara of seeing, seeing, seer, seeing, seeing, hearer, heard, hearing, no one well known knowing, that is called jaga, that's a creation, that's a product of superimposition. One consciousness alone, one self alone is a hearer and the heard and the hearing. One self alone takes all these different roles. So all it means is that roles are all superimposed when the superimposition is, given you know, up. So, whatever can be negated, is negated. So, jagan mithya means jagat is that which is subject to being negated, you can let it go, you can drop it. So, when the wise person gains the capacity to drop it, he can drop the idea of hearer, that I am a hearer, I am a seer, I am a knower, then he lets it go, doesn't hold on to that then what remains is true Himself. So this is how Bhuma is described as dawn. Duval. <coughs> then, further, krasam All right? So just because there is absence of duality or the vyavahāra involved in duality, only by that much, how do you say that this is that Bhūma is Parātmā, from, the, how do you conclude that Bhūma is Paramātmā? So says Mahāsegārā, Paramātmani chai, ayam, darshanādi vyavārākāvah, avadatah, yatratvasya, sarvam ātmai vābhūt, Tat yen e kampashyet ityari Paramatma echa? And in Paramatma also? I am darshanadi vyavhara bhaha. This absence of the vyavhara of the transaction or interaction involving seeing, hearing, etc. So understand that there is no objection to seeing, hearing. We will say Jagat is Mithya, there is no opposition to Jagat. It only means that Jagat is not, as it appears to you, is not the ultimate reality. Not that Jagat does not exist. Also, it is called Satyam in a certain Satyasya Satyam. So, Pranavai Satyam, Esha, Desham Satyam, okay. So, Vedanta accepts that the world of transaction as a sudden reality, it has usefulness. But that satya-sa-satyam, that There is not the ultimate reality, there is no intention of rejecting the world as people and think, it is not rejecting the world, it is drawing your attention and then, look, there is something higher, better than this, something greater than this, so don't take this sense to be ultimate. Look, Look closely, you'll find something greater and much wiser and much, you know, wonderful there. It is simply to draw our attention that you can say, Jagat is Mithya. You, know, we have no against you, know, you love the Jagat, so there's no reason why not to love the Jagat. So mithya does not mean that you hate or that you have a problem with it. Mithya becomes problem when you take it to your satyam, otherwise there is no problem. Mithya means that which can be let go. So jagat lend itself for letting go. Then you see the other dimension. So you perceive with the kind of organs of perception given to us, we can see one dimension of Brahman alone, this is Brahman. Tasmat Param Pashri But these organs of perception are given, gifted to us. But they have the capacity to reveal a certain dimension of Brahman. What now So dimension of name and form, which is called Jacob. Which is a face, a costume, which is a projection, superimposition. <coughs> That's all the sense organs can show. So therefore, he say that don't get satisfied like that nah, nah, This is it. I've known everything. No, there is something greater than this. You can call it something beyond. Whatever you want, beyond and after and behind and whatever word you want to use, you know, because you you want him to. Take off his, uh, his attachment or his conclusion that this is ultimate. You want to, to divert him from that. So you use different words. But the idea is that this can be let go. Omiti um sarvam. Om alone is all this. And then this alone is om. The om is everything. <coughs> So Bhastrikaya says, let go this Om. The om Aum is everything. So first of all, reduce everything to Aum. Na nāma jagat, reduce see that it is Aum. Let go Om, so the whole jagat is gone, and what remains is substrate of Om. So these are all the prakriyas, the upayas which are being told here. Brahma-satyam jagat-mithya also is an upaya. To call jagat-mithya is an upaya, to enable us to let it go. Then you have the knowledge of Brahman as a self. And therefore both Bhuma and Paramatma, both of them are described as non-dual. <coughs> but this appropriateness applies to prana also. So appropriateness of characteristics of Bhūmā, you say that they apply to Parmātmā, we say that they also apply to prana. We pointed out to you. In prana also there is no hearing, no seeing in the deep sleep state. In prana also there is uh, Sukham. In prana also there is immortality. So all the characteristics of Bhūmā also apply to prana. So, prana, we, the rukpati, Ukta we already told you rukpati. That's why we continue with this sutra, that in the previous sutra, the puru argued and showed how all these characteristics also apply to prana. And so, he is pointing out our attention to the drawing book. For example, you know, susatva prāṇā-grasteṣṭu-karāneṣu-daraṣaṇā-divya-vara-nurutya-daṣaṇā-sandhavali prāṇā-syaṁvi- hedha-lakṣaṇam yatra-nānyat-pashyati. This is yatra yatra-nānyat-pashyati Can we say to apply to prāṇā also because in the state of deep sleep, when all other organs have been completely merged in prāṇā and prāṇā alone is awake, at that time there is no seeing, no hearing, so you can say that the absence of seeing and hearing also apply to prana, why not? And then, yo vayabhuma tas sukhaṁ, there also and that part, so tat e, e, e tas shariya sarya sukhaṁ bhavadee, deep-slip state sukhaṁ also is there. And Kauṣitika says prana is immortal. So all of the opapakti of appropriateness of Paramahatma or Bhūma were shown in Prāṇā. What about that? So now Mahāsegāra answers that. Or as Ritāpamā says, yaduttam bhūma-naulakṣṇam mukhyatvam amatartvam ca prāna śrīyodjya medhi tada nundya vighatayati the Puru Pakshe had said, Bhumna lakshram sukhatvam amrutatvam cha. The absence of the then happiness and immortality, all of this can also be yojyam. Somehow they can be also connected with pram. Somehow they are connected. Tadanudya eater into that, Vikarayati, Mahashyakara destroys it, meaning that he dismisses them. Hmm. Yopyasav, Saviti think. Mahasegara mm-hmm. says, Yopyasav su-shupta-vastayam darsana-divya-bhara-bhava-ukta-ha supi atmana eva asangato vakshaya ukta Na prana svaya yakrayava, paramatma pakarana, you payu shutavastam in the state of beef sleep. Dasanali Vyavara Avahuta. The absence of the Vyavhara the absence of the transaction of seeing, hearing, etc. which you say you know also applies to prana in the state of briefly. So, Ātmana, you understand that this absence of vyavahara was not in case of prana, that was to describe the lakshana or characteristic of Ātma. So Ātmaneva asanga vaksaya that Ātma does not see the dreams, Ātma does not see your dreams, so this was said to show Atma is Asanga, unattached. No, prana shava, but it was not meant to describe shava, prana, Paramatma, Prakaranat, because the context is Paramatma. See, I'll read for you what Bhashyakar is referring to here. Atahayinam, so this Praṣṇopanishad has six jīgñāsus. Those desires of knowledge are asking questions one by one to sage Pipparādham, who is a guru. At one point now, atahayinam, sauryāyani, gārya-paprācchā, fourth question. Three questions are gone, sauryāyani is the grandson of Surya. Gārgyaha, the one is born in the lineage of Gargā. Vaprachya, he asked, Bhagavan, et asmin puruṣe kāni Oh, venerable sir, in this person, kāni who goes to sleep? So that's a very interesting question. In this person, what are the things that go to sleep? What, which organs go to sleep? kāni asmin jagradi, vishar dho sukhi pavai kata esha deva svatnāna pasyati Which one of the two? Ātmā and mind both are there, which one of the two sees the dreams? Kasyetat sukhaṁ bhavati. Ātmā is and prāṇā also is there. So who sees the dreams? Kasyetat sukhaṁ bhavati. Who experiences happiness? Kasyetat sukhaṁ bhavati. Who where all of these ultimately he merged into. So, the question about the dream and the deep sleep states. Tasme so sa to that sauvjāni gārgya, the East sage Pippalādha replied, gārgya with, inst- in, with an illustration, describing beautifully the deep sleep state and the waking state maricaya har kasya astam gachyata. when the sun is setting, sarvāya dasmīn te johamandale eki bhavandi, how all the rays ultimately merge back into the orb of the sun. Sun is setting, all the rays merge back into sun. ta pūna pūna pudaya prasaranti, Again and again, when the sun rises, then they again all spread out. Similarly, all these organs of action, organs of perception, all of these merge into the mind. Trenatarhi, Esha Purusha, Manasi Ekibhavati means mind and in the self actually. They merge in mind and mind also merges into the self. Think that he isha purusha, na snodhi, na pasyati, na jigradhi, Vahsegara quoted this. Because of that then this person, is Jiva Atma, does na snodhi, he does not hear, na pasyati, does not see, na jigradhi, does not smell. More details are given to na rasayate, does not taste, na de, does not touch. na huvalade, does not talk. Nadate does not grasp, na ayanday, doesn't joyanda, na visujade, doesn't discard, doesn't exclude, na iayade, doesn't move. Swabiri, so, ifyasaksh, then people say that he is sleeping. Pranagneva Eitasminpure Jagrati. At that time his body, who keeps awake? Pranagneha the fires in the form of prana a word life-breath. So we say that the time that this functioning of prana in the shade of beef leaf is compared to the performance of a Yajna. So how a householder maintains these fires called gharapatyah, ahavariya, anvahayya, pachana, these three fires are maintained. So says, Gahapatya is a This prana that goes in is called Gahapatya. Vyana anvāhāya pachanaḥ, Pachanaha. Other fire is called anvāhāya Haya Vyana. Yet, Gahapatya is a pranayate, pranayate, avaniya pranaha. <coughs> See, in the morning when they have to make the oblation of like Agnihotra, they Ember from the Gahapatya fire is taken and the āhāvniya fire is lighted and then the oblations are given. Here the āpāna is gone in. So from there the prāṇā comes out. It is like the embers of fire taking from the āpāna or the Gādhāpatya and to (coughs) āhāvniya. So prāṇā is compared to āhāvniya. So this prāṇā, this adhini is there (coughs) away. Then samāna, etc., etc., all are described. Atreśva deva swatne mahimānaṁ anubhauti is also said. Yet uchvasa nishvāsao edo āhūti āhūti. So what are the oblations? Ucchvāsa nishvāsao. <coughs> the breath coming out and going in, they are like the āhūti's. Samamna <coughs> yati samāna. And because He equalizes everything, therefore so it's called Samana Saman is mana, <coughs> the Samanayati. Manuva vow yajmanaha. The yajmana is manaha. The sacrifice of. Istapalam udānaḥ, udanaha. Udana is the result. The istafalam that you get by this fire. The Agnihutra. Sayaram yajmanam. arar Brahma Gamayati. Every udana vayu takes this yajmana sacrifice of the jiva to Brahma in the deep sleep state atresh swatne mahimāna Manubhavati. At that time Devatara, called mind, experiences his own glory in the dream, because he has created a whole dream world. In the dream he sees what he has seen before. sudam sudam whatever he has heard, he hears again. desh punah punah Whatever you experience in different places and directions, he experiences again drushtam chai, but sometimes he also sees what is seen and what is not seen also in the dream. Shrutam ca, hears what is he heard or sometimes what is not heard. Anubhutam ca, anubhutam chai, sometimes he hears experiences what he has experienced or what he has not experienced, etc. Satche asat sarvam pasadi sarvah pasadi. He becomes, mind becomes everything and sees everything. that <coughs> tejasā abhibhūta bhavati Then he gets overcome by udan Atreshareva Atreśa reva na In the deep sleep state then, so he does not see, he dreams. Atatada ātas sharire sarire sukham bhavati Then this body, this happiness occurs in the state of deep sleep. So all of these are connected to prana, because prana is awake, so pura pakshi said all this applies to prana, but is all this applies to self. Say so that, so then, seithasomya, vayamsi vāsa avruksham, sampradishthande, he somya, oh good-looking one, just as the birds repair to their nests in the evening, very happily, so also, Saram, Atmani, So, where do they all abide? In Paramatma. All of these things abide in the deep sleep state. So, Vasya says, the topic here is Paramatma and not Param. So, it is said that it is the deity in the form of mind that sees the dreams, means that the dreams are seen by a mind, not by Atma. So, Asangattu Vakshaya. I when mean, all these activities are going on, the dream, deep sleep, all this is going on, what's the role of Atma? Huh? He just shines and illumines everything. In the dream, Atma, illumines the presence of everything. Seeing, hearing, deep sleep stay, he illumines absence of everything. <coughs> and all of these things then merge into the Atma. Esay, drashtas, prashtas, srotas, rasaita, mantas. He alone is the ultimate sense. Even though the real seer is not there, local seer, but then the real seer is there. As we say, that even when we see, who really sees? Atma alone sees. Because Atma alone imparts sentiency to the organ of seeing and therefore he is ultimate seer. Because without ātmā seeing cannot take place, therefore he said to me in a secondary sense, he is called seer. So at that time, he said, drashtā. This self is the drashtā, the seer prashtā, toucher, shota, hearer, ghātā, smeller, rasay, taster, mantā, buddhā, kartā, vijnādā, purśā. satpare so All of this Ultimately abide or merge into Paramatma. <coughs> you can also say that the seer, hearer, taster, taster, all of these ultimately abide into Paramatma. So, <coughs> Sarvagnya, sarvobhavati, He is all knowing, He becomes all, etc. So, this is how Vasya says that in Prashna from where? this Puro took some statements and tried to prove how Prana also does not see here etc. That is happiness. All of this is meant for self and not for Prana because the whole discussion here is about Paramatma and not about Prana. Prana is, by the way, because he happened to be there. It says Ratna sati buddhyāli upādhau ātmanā drashtu tvali. The ātma becomes this prashtā, drashtā, etc., when sati Upadhu buddhyāli upādhau. In a waking state, in the dream state, when buddhyāli, the upādhī, or this, is, is this costume or the buddhi, the intellect, the mind, etc., is there. That is when the Atma becomes a seer and hearer and knower. tadabhāve suṣuptu talabhāvah then prasno apaniṣat proceed to show how there is no dhashtas, prashtas, shuddha all of them merge. That when the antahkana mind is there so long the functions of seeing, hearing etc. Are there that Atma is called seer, hearer but when that because the way she is called a seer-hearer is not there in the mind, then Atma ceases to be a seer-hearer also in the state of deep sleep. It is asangatva jnana meaning that even when the seeing, hearing takes place, Atma is not the real seer-hearer, it is by the agency of the mind that is designated as a seer-hearer. and So Atma gets a designation of a seer or hearer in the waking state, dream state because of the presence of the mind. And when that mind is not there, no more he has designation. That means that he is not a hearer when you think he is a hearer, and not a seer when you think he is a seer. He is always asangaha, unattached. So asangattva jnana prasno for swing or for explaining how Atma, the Self is is unconnected, unattached. So Nasr Sronauti Paramatmanam So nas does not hear, does not see, he is talked about Paramatma, that look when the mind is absent now, he is not, no more is here, no more here. So Paramatma is the subject matter there and not Prana. <coughs> Then Bhastri says, this also said, sapna Jagaritayo, sati manasi darshanali vyavahara Sati sapna jagaritay in the dream and the waking state, when the mind is there, all the vyavahara is there. <coughs> tad swape tad When mind is not there in deep sleep state, this Vyavahara of seeing-hearing is not there. Anvaya vaitaryaka bhyam, Anvaya, when the mind is there, Vyavahara is there. Mind is not there, Vyavahara is not there. Mano dino dashanadi, he na aatma krutaha. All the seeing-hearing is all on account of mind, not on account of self. Sadhu svataha alingahaiti matva. He is without any characteristic, without any attributes at all. Keeping that in mind, bhava Sushutta utto. Therefore, the absence of all vyahara in the deep sleep is with reference to self and not with reference to prana. No prana virodha. because the total Upanishad is meant for Paramatma. Prasno itself is meant no to unfold the nature of prana. So not only the Paraprakraṇa, this one, this question should also connect with the entire discussion also which is the Paranamara. <coughs> then, tasya Patiyogi, Futayati. Sukha also belongs to Atma and not Parana. So, tada isa itas min sukham bhavati. At that time, there is happiness in his body, also applies to atma and not to prana. So, says, yadapi yadapi yad tasyam avasthayam sukham tadapi atmana eva sukharu patvavyakshaya uptam, you yeah, know, that means, tasyam avasthayam, in that state of beef-lip, sukhamuktam uptam, that, so etas sukham bhavade, so, because pronouns, are, it's difficult to, you know, you can connect it with whatever you want, but then you have to read the whole context and then you realize that, atma yosukhar uptvavyakshaya it is Vivaksha with the intention to say that Atma is the nature of happiness and not the Prana. Then <coughs> Bhastikara course said, tasa sukhape manamahara so How do you say that Atma is happiness? So here is the question here. for so the happiness Puro Pakshi says this happiness and deep sleep is meant to indicate that prana is happy. And you say that no, there is meant to show that Atma is happy. Alright. Do you have also Pramana to show that Atma is happy? Subashaka says, Yataha ah separama ananda aññāni mātrā upajīvante Therefore, the Bhūtodāna the Kopaniṣit says, eshoṣya-param-ānanda. So there again, in the dialogue between Sri Yādmi Valkya and Janaka. So this is the conclusion. The, in the fourth chapter of the <laughs> this conclusion comes Yatrava Anya Divasyaat, Tatra Anya Anya Pashaid, Anya Anya Jigjayed, Anya Anya Rasayed, Anya Anya Veda Vade, Anya Anya Shruyaat, Anya Man Yusho Manvita, Anya Anya Prasayed, Vijaniyat, etc. Where? That is the ignorance. Sarila eko drashta advaito bhavati Sarila like water, like transparent. Eka the non-giver. Drashta, the seer, the witness. Advaito bhavati. He becomes one. So in a deep sleep state also is elaborately talked about in Bhagavad Gita Upanishad to teach the nature of moksha, to teach the nature of ātmā. Esha brahma lōkas samrārakte hai hai This is how Yāgni valkya instructed King Janaka. Esha Paramagati paramāgate hai, Esha se paramāsampat, Esho se paramālokat, Esho paramānanda Eshaasya Paramagati. this is the ultimate gati, ultimate end, ultimate goal to be reached. Eshaasya Parama Sampat, this is the ultimate glory. Esho Sip Parama Loka is the ultimate Loka, not Bhu Loka, Bho Loka, ultimate Loka is this. Not even Brahma Loka, Brahman is ultimate Loka. Esho Sip this one, this is the Supreme Ānanda, the most exalted ananda Eta-seva bhūtāni matra, upajīvanti. from a particle of this bliss or Ānanda, that is Brahmānda. A particle of Brahmānda, the rest of them all are sustained by particle of Brahmānda. That's Parama Ānanda. So again, describing the nature of the Self. That's what Bhāshāgara says. <laughs> so, was quoted to show sukha even this one also says, Chandogya also says, Bhāshāgara says yo yovai bhūma dat sukhaṁ nālpe sukhaṁ bhūma eva sukhaṁ hithi saame sukha nirā karanayana brahma eva sukhaṁ bhūma ānaṁ Ihave yeah, here also, Vāstakaya, Ihave yeah, here, you yeah, know, Chandogya. is talking Brahma Sutra. But Ihave should be Brahma Sutra, but actually is Chandogya, no? So Ihave, he will also identified Chandogya Upanishad while discussing this. Ihave yeah, yovai bhūma tat sukhaṁ. Here in Chandogya also it is said yovai bhūma. That, that is bhūma, that is sukhaṁ. That is happiness. Nārape sukhaṁ asti. There is no sukham happiness in anything that is finite, that infinite, that alone is happiness. Bhūma eva sukham, then again, bhūma alone is happiness and nothing else. Hiti, so bhūma eva sukham. So there is an exclusion of something, what? Samaya sukham nirakaranena. So that is the happiness which is mixed with unhappiness. Samaya. Āmaya do, dosha dosa ta tatsaydam sāmayam. <coughs> so, Rātmāva also says, yata śūtyantaraṁ ātma eva sukhaṁ sukatyvāna tasmāt yata tatha because, Brother also said, ātma is happiness, therefore. And what is sāmayam? So, amayena sarva So, āmayena, abha āmaya. So, nira sarvesantu niramaya. Amaya means dukkha or doshaya. In this case also the disease, etc. So, amaya nasali dosha. All every happiness that you experience is sāmayam is mixed with amaya. What is amaya? is Āamaya? Is duṣitam, has this defect that it is perishable. All the happiness that you experience is fleeting happiness, it comes to an end and that dusha is there in all happiness. So sāmayaṁ sukhaṁ nirā so there was bhuma. so that nālpe sukhaṁ asti, alpe sukhaṁ nasti. anything that is finite, there is no happiness there, so that is all the happiness that we experience, it is always mixed with sorrow. Mixed, so happiness that we experience basically is, of course, so Krishno meaning that it is, uh, it, it comes to an end and so therefore it, that, that which comes to an end itself is Dukkha. So even when you are experiencing a happiness, at the back of the mind you always know that this is going to come to an end. Always. You are enjoying a movie, knowing very well that this will come to an end. Enjoying a song, enjoying food, enjoying anything. The idea that this will come to an end never goes. So that this is going to come to an end is āmaya. You know, nāsādi-doṣaḥ dosha <coughs> that is only fleeting happiness, temporary happiness. <coughs> so that was discarded. Brahma bhumaam bhūmānandaśyadeh That Bhuma yasukham. so brahma so brahma, so brahma which is happiness alone is bhuma. That's what is said in the Chandogya Upanishad also. <coughs> okay. Dharma Dvayamukta dharmāntarama Okay. So Dharma Dvaya, what's first Dharma? First is absence of yavahara of duality. What is second Dharma? Sukham or happiness. Dharmāntaram, meaning the third Dharma, third characteristic is being shown by Master Yo, we boomer, Tadam Rudam. It is Amutatum Paramakaranam gama edi. Vikaranam Amutatasya Abe Sikatwa Atonya Rudam. bhuma So that which is bhūmā is immortal. Iti So what kind of immortality is meant there? When Chandogya says that that which is bhūmā is immortal, so what kind of immortality is meant there? Iti śūyamānaṁ amṛtattvaṁ paramakāraṇam gamayati is immortality in absolute sense. So without any restriction is unrestricted immortality. So Paramakārā, that unrestricted or unconditional immortality can be there in Paramakārā. See there is this cause, an ultimate cause. Because there are so many in-between causes. For example, the water is the cause of us, and fire is the cause of water, and air is the cause of... So each one is a cause and effect also. Ultimately, this leads to where purushāna-paraṁ kiṃthi sākāṣṭhā, sāparāgatihi, that purusha or Brahman is the ultimate cause. So let's go parmakārā. In between also, kāṇās are there. Vāyā also is a kāṇā, akas also is kāṇā, māyā also is kāṇā. Then, so but then, abhyaktāv, purusha-paraḥ, as complete object, or māyā also, purusha the is supreme. <coughs> so this immortality can be there, with unconditional immortality can be there, only in paramakaram, in the ultimate cause, because then there is no restriction at all, vikaranam, amuntattasya, so prana also is, has some immortality, prana also is great, saguna brahma also is, but then is Vikara. ultimately prana is created, hirandigarva also is created. Sutra Atma also is created and thereby it will perish also. So, Vikāra, Amrita So no doubt, Kiraṇegara also lasts for a long time, trillions of years. But still it is only Apekshikam. If someday it will come to an end. bhūvanā lokaḥ All the loka, the brahma loka also are subject of punarāvartyanarachana. Therefore, Amrutattvaṁ talked about with reference to Bhūma and Sandogya cannot apply to anything other than Paramakāraṇaṁ, the ultimate cause, which is paramatma And ātānyat ārtaṁ, it is Sūtyantaraṁ, Bhūdhānaṁ. Even other than that is ārtaṁ. So itascha so number one, prāna is vikāra, therefore, is immortal, the it cannot be in the primary sense. Number one, itasya na pranasyamukhyam amutattva, for this reason also prana cannot enjoy immortality in the primary sense, says ataha anyat ārtam. Ataha anyat, other than this is Artham. What is ārtam? Ārtik grastam. Everything other than Brahman, is other than Prahmātma is ārtam, ārtik grastam, always some suffering is there. In everything that is other than Paramātmā, which is limited, there is going to be some pain and suffering, ārdi. the adminis, so because everything is mortal, everything is subject to time and place and limitations. And so, everything other than Brahman or Paramātmā is limited, is perishable. Izijat, is Śrutyantrasa Bodhase, how immortality of ātmā is absolute, And how every other Naratma is mortal. Nasi is Narasi means is is mortal. Both are (coughs) saying. So Vrtnava also says, Amaya Nasa is every so Avatam Nashwaram. Shashvatam and Nashwaram. Immortal and mortal. Then Vashyagara says, last sentence. So, Satyatvam, Sumahirmapratishtitatvam, Sarvaghatatvam, Sarvatnatvam, Iti cha ete dharmaha, Shruya Parmatmani Paramatmani eva, Upupadyante That's Furthermore, satyatvam. So you have satyayana ativadate, so satyatvam. Then, so mayimah And so, then the question was asya bhagavaha kasmin pati-shirayani. Say, Narada asked, O Venerable Sir, where is this Bhruma established? Sve mayimni, established in His own glory. So being established in its own glory also applies to Paramātma. Everything else is established in something else. So glories are there. The wealth may be there, name, fame, etc., but established in the person. And person is established in the glory. So nothing is independent. Only one who is established in his own glory is one of independent. That is Paramātma. <coughs> then sarva being all-pervasive, sarvat being self-of-all, kītica, so these are, you are not yet read, but these are described. So say is, ratna uh, seva seva-dhastāt sa parishtātiti Now we'll read those passages. Seva-dhastāt, that saha again, you know, same pronoun which applies to bhūma. That bhūma is adhastāt, uparishtāt, he is below. Is above and everywhere. It is Sarvagadattvam. How Bhuma is all pervasive will be stated. Then, Sayyavayam Sarvamitis Sarvatmatvam Cha Shrutam. He alone is all of this, so is the self of all. So Bhuma is also described as Sarvatma. Therefore, Saswamahiva so Pratishtiratvam Sarvagadattvam Sarvatmatvam Chaiti Ede Dharma Shruimaraha. All these characters describe the Chandogya Upanishad. Paramatma yoga All of them can be appropriate only in Paramatma. Nanyata cannot apply to anything other than Paramatma. <coughs> so, shruti, Linga, Prakraniya, Bhuma Paramatma so by shruti, satya-nati-vadati and so forth. And over so Bhuma tatsukha-mahata, shruti. Then linga and prakarana. So by all of this, because the maha-prakkarana is only bhuma. So prakarana ibhyaya and then so many lingas, vijjigna si etc. So bhuma paramatma atma shown how bhuma is paramatma. atma yati Tata it's very important to determine because this teaching is meant to teach you what? Prana or bhuman? See, the whole dialogue between Shay Sarat and Nara is to teach prana, then it will be a different one attitude. It's to teach or Brahman attitude. In one case is Upasana meditation, in the other case there is novice. So the whole approach will be different. So even the one who listens to this also will have a different orientation. Depending upon what his understanding is, that's why it's very important to clear understanding that this is not about prana, this is about bhūma or paramātmā. <coughs> so what Shakyana says? tasmād, bhūma, paramātmā, iti siddham, iti siddham. therefore, for all this. Shruti, Linga, Prakaranadhyaya. So we presented all these evidences, Shruti, Linga, and Prakarana. Therefore, Bhuma, Paramatma, it is Siddham. So it is established and proven. Says so that now Tasma, Bhuma, Dhyaya, Dirguna, Siddham. That Bhuma stands for nirguna Brahma, Param Brahma, not Aparam Brahma. It is Siddham. This is what is proven by. Why? Shruti, Linga and Pratana and Upati. <coughs> oh. Om Pur Namada Pur Namidam Pur Namudachade Pūrṇasya Nasya Pur Namada Yapur Name Vavasya shankaram shankaraacharyam keshavam bharerayanam sutrahasya kruto vande bhagavanto guna ishvaro murti bheda vibhagine vyomavadya Daksinamurtaya namah, om shantishantishanti, hari oh, Sri Guru namah, hari oh.